Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. Hey there, hello, and welcome to this episode of The Prayer Podcast. On a recent episode of The Burt Not Ernie Show, which is a podcast that I've hosted since 2019, and it focuses on knowing God's promises and believing God's promises, recently on that show, I shared a verse from 1 Kings chapter 8, and during my study time for that show, I landed on a verse that is just so good for this show. In chapter 8 of 1 Kings, King Solomon, who is the son or was the son of King David, uh, was dedicating the temple, the first temple. And uh, part of the dedication ceremony was just this beautiful, lengthy prayer. It really is a beautiful prayer. 1 Kings 8, 52. I'm going to read portions of the verse, not the entire verse. And I'm going to read from the Amplified today. And I hope that as you listen to me read this verse, you begin to think about how this might apply to your prayer life. Then we're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to pray a blessing over you today. All right, 1 Kings 8, 52 from the Amplified. That your eyes, and the why there is capital, so it's talking about God, that your eyes may be open to the supplication of your people to listen to them and be attentive to them whenever they call out to you. Uh, Now, I have to add a little bit of a of extra snippet here to the show. Not part of my show notes, not planned at all. But the day that I'm recording this um, is the morning that I woke up to news that Israel was under attack by the terrorist group Hamas, that there have been kidnappings and deaths and um, thousands, literally thousands of bombs have just been launched into this country that can fit in our state of New Jersey. If you look at a global map and you zoom out just a little bit, Israel almost kind of like disappears. It's that small. Uh, this is a time when we need to be praying for Israel. Psalm 122 tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, Jesus and the Apostle Paul repeatedly tell us in the New Testament that um, the Messiah, Jesus, this good news of the Messiah was to go first to the Jew. I personally pray for Israel regularly. I have uh, my my main wall hanging calendar is uh, of Israel, and uh, there it corresponds with kind of their months of the year. Their year is different than our year. They don't really follow the Greek year. I mean, they do, but they don't. You know, they have both. They have their Jewish calendar. I I pray for them according to prayer requests. I have multiple ministries that my husband and I donate to monthly uh, as part of a like we have like a first to the Jew mentality. We want to see them in the kingdom. We long for the day when they will turn as one man, when they, they'll see that Jesus is the Messiah, their long-awaited Messiah. And so today my heart has been heavy praying for them just for um, just in, in the many varied aspects of what seems to be happening in the state of declared state of war. This isn't me exaggerating. This is actually uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has declared a state of war and the Hamas um, have also declared war on Israel. So uh, this verse, that you, Lord, your eyes may be open to the supplication of your people. It just this morning rings a little bit differently than what my notes were. It just kind of speaks to me 
about uh, just imagining what it must be like for them as they are crying out to him, his people, and they are his chosen people, the people of Israel, the Jewish people. You know, we get that term Jew from uh, the Jewish nation as kind of a derivative of Judah because the tribes became amalgamated, if you will, and uh, the differentiation that kept them from the, say, the tribe of Asher, the tribe of Benjamin, and so on and so forth, the tribe of Dan, they became amalgamated and they became kind of just called the Jews as a derivative, a kind of a, it's a, they pull it from Judah, the tribe of Judah. And Jesus is, of course, the lion of Judah from the tribe of Judah. And so when you really study the Bible and love the word of God and love Jesus, I do believe you grow in your love for the people of Israel because they can't be, Jesus can't be separated from Israel, really. And it is more than just a tourist attraction. Although there are Christians that go there as tourists, it's it's not a tourist attraction. It is called the Holy Land for a reason. And so if you think of it today, and I hope that you will, would you pray for God's people in any way that the Lord lays on your heart, whether that's for protection, for you know supernatural divine protection, deliverance, uh, from these attacks against them. There have been kidnappings. Women and children have been kidnapped by Hamas. Like, whatever the Lord puts on your heart to pray, would you do that today? And I know that the Lord has a blessing for those who take the time to intercede on behalf of his chosen people, the Jews. Okay, so back to the verse. That your eyes, Lord, may be open to the supplication of your people, to listen to them and be attentive to them whenever they call to you. The definition of supplication is this, entreating, humble and earnest petition or prayer. Prayer coming from a place of humility honors the Lord. But when we couple that humility with an earnestness that we're going to be heard, that we're going to receive an answer, that's a powerful beautiful way to pray. When was the last time that your prayer time could be described as entreating? An earnest request that is, you know, somewhat akin to begging. Think about an earnest petition. It's kind of getting really close to like what we might describe as begging. That's our picture of supplication. It's humility coupled with earnestness that is, uh, you're desperate for the Lord. And and your prayer time may start out as you're desperate for an answer, a solution to this problem, but hopefully it progresses to being just desperate for the Lord, like begging for the presence of the Lord in your life, in this exact situation that you're going through. That kind of earnestness is really, truly beautiful. I know I keep using that word beautiful, but prayer is a beautiful thing. It really is. Okay, so we know as Christians, Uh, Those of us who've read our New Testament, we know that we're not beggars. We're not orphans. We're not those who are are just set aside. We're not forsaken. We're not forgotten. We know these things. Hebrews chapter 4 tells us that we are to come boldly to God's throne of grace to find help and obtain mercy in our time of need. Begging and coming boldly, they don't exactly go together. They kind of feel like a mismatch in a way. But the humility that comes to mind when someone is really in need and they're just flat out begging for the answer to that need, when they're really like they're, they're getting close to rock bottom or they've hit rock bottom and they are just desperate for the presence of the Lord, they're crying out for him to come into the situation, or if, he's, if, if the situation is not to be changed in this exact moment in the way that they want. Those of us who really just want in our prayer time to ask the Lord for his will to be done. Here are my requests. 
Here are my needs, Lord, and here is what I am asking you to do. But above all, above all, I want to write over that the entirety of it in black sharpie, your will be done. Not mine, as John the Baptist said, right? I must decrease and he must increase. That it's There's something beautiful about the boldness that also can be coupled with kind of just an earnest desperation for the Lord. You're boldly begging, if that makes sense. You're boldly pleading. I think you get what I'm saying. And if, you, um, if you've ever prayed like that, you know, you know that you know that you know what I'm talking about. So begging and coming boldly don't seem to go together, but the humility that comes to mind when someone is really in need and they're just flat out crying out, true humility, that's true humility that isn't always neat and tidy and prettied up, but is often just so raw and genuine. You know, true humility can be very raw and very genuine. It's not always super pretty. It's not fake. It's not manufactured. Let's think of that kind of humility regarding prayer. And specifically, as we go into our prayer time today, bold but humble, very, very expectant, and very, very grateful all at the same time. Okay, if it's all right with you, I would love to pray now. Lord, today I come before you based on this verse from your word from 1 Kings. Would you, Lord, hear me as I pray today? And would you respond to my prayers? All of us who are your children. We all have needs today. Everyone within the sound of my voice has needs today. Some of them are huge and some are smaller, but no matter the size of the need, they're all very real, Lord. Those needs are real. And we all need you, our loving Father, to come to our aid at our point of need. We are desperate for you and for your presence. Some of us may not even really know how desperate we are. Reveal that to us, that we may cry out to you and you will respond. Though we feel like you're far away, you are not far. You are very near. Would you show that to them today? Would you, would you make your presence so known that they just glory and rejoice in the nearness of their loving God? Today, my prayer is that you will open your eyes to my supplication on behalf of your people. Lord, please, please hear me and answer as I pray. Do not close your ears to us today. Draw near and remain near. Do not ignore this prayer today and do not leave us in this place. Deliver us, protect us, show us your power. In these situations that weigh heavy on our hearts, speak your truth over us. Speak your truth over our loved ones, over our health, our finances, our work situations, our ministries, our families, our churches, over the people of Israel on this very day, over every big and every small aspect of our lives. Lord, hear and move and act in power. Respond and respond quickly. We're crying out to you today, Lord, and we're taking you at your word, believing that you will be attentive to us in this time, in this season, at this very moment, because we are calling to you. Do miracles in our midst. Vanquish our foes and restore what the locusts have devoured. Strengthen our hearts and our minds as we place all our hope and our trust in you. We choose not to try and solve all our problems all on our own, but we seek you first and we seek you foremost. We will follow where you lead. We will obey you because your Holy Spirit in us will help us to follow and to obey. We need you every hour, Lord, and in this very hour, 
I am asking on behalf of your people that you will respond to our needs and will reveal more of you to us in this time, that you'll grant us all that we need in these relationships and circumstances that we're praying about today. Whatever the need is of the one listening, would you hear them as they cry out to you? And would you answer? Would you respond with all the humility and boldness that I can muster? And with the authority of the name of Jesus, I pray this today. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me and for the privilege of praying for you. It really is a privilege. Standing with God's people in prayer. What a blessing that is. Um, Also a quick FYI, I am a sponsor for an upcoming online event. It's called the Home, I'm sorry, pardon me, mixing up my words there. It is called the Vibrant Home Life Summit. It's happening super soon. October 29th through November 3rd of 2023. It's a Christian-based event, and the aim is to help families keep their faith and focus on the Lord. Keep your faith, grow your faith. You know, I've often said, uh, maybe not on this show, but I've said on my other show and other places, that if uh, if we grow in our faith and we walk in our faith, we step out in faith, like we start in faith, we stay in faith, we go in faith. Start in faith, stay in faith, go in faith. That's keeping my focus on the Lord. And so I love the fact that this summit has that kind of a focus on faith and focusing on the Lord. I'm blessed to be part of this event as a sponsor. I'm super excited about it. I'm going to I'm going to leave a link where you can grab a free FREE ticket and I'm going to put that at the tippy top of the show notes. There are there are lots of benefits to checking out a summit like this. Uh, not the least of which is you being encouraged, you yourself being encouraged as you go about your daily role of being a disciple and making disciples, because we're all doing that, those of us who follow Jesus. And this summit, with the, again, FREE free ticket, can really encourage you in that role. And then in who knows however many other ways it could encourage you. Thanks again for listening today. And remember, you can text me your prayer requests anytime via the text option on my website. My website is my name, and I'm going to spell it out, J-A-N-L-B-U-R-T dot com, Jan middle initial L, last name Bert.com. And there's a little text option. It's right there on the main page. And after you like um, click on that, there's some phrasing that automatically comes up via my website provider. It's built, my website's built in the CRM. So it's a little like CRM-ish, I guess you might say. It says something like a representative will be with you shortly. Uh, Doesn't that sound just like a CRM? But okay, it's uh, yeah, I get it. It's I'm still tweaking to make the CRM a ministry type website. Not all of it is like editable. And that's one of the parts I've got to take it in requesting that. But if you see that no representative is going to call you, it really does just go to me, me via like the text option. And then I pray for whatever I'm sent. So I just want to clarify that if that pops up, um, I know it's weird. Sorry, trying to fix it. Ignore it. Text me your prayer request or just text me unspoken and I will pray because it's not unspoken to God. He knows. I don't need to know, but God knows. Always every prayer request is completely confidential. Um, and I'm, I'm blessed to pray for you. And I do pray for every single prayer request that I receive. All right. Um, thank you so much for listening today. Lord bless you. Across the board, I want you to know, for everyone who's listening, overarchingly, you have been prayed for. Whoever you are and whenever you listen, you have been prayed for before and during and after the recording of this episode, and it's a blessing to pray for you. Thanks again. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
Thanks so much for joining me today on the prayer podcast. It's a blessing to read what the Bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you. Remember to always pray and never give up. See you back here next time.